Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Boozy Traveller Show, a show revolving around all things travel and booze related. I'm your host, Kate Finan, and today I am joined by Helen Keane, a primary school teacher who has spent many of her summer holidays travelling. We will be talking about how to budget your money when travelling for an extended period of time. Hi, Helen. Hi, Kate. So, Helen, what was the longest period you spent travelling? Um, the longest period I would have spent would have been two months. Being a primary school teacher for many, many years, I had two months off in the summer and I used to go away for two months. I did that about three years in a row. Oh, very nice. So where did you head to? It was fantastic. Can I say one summer I spent in trailing around Europe, one summer I spent in America, traveling around America, and another summer I spent in Australia, traveling around a bit there. Oh, so I'm jealous. <laughs> it was very nice. <laughs> So while you were away for those three summers, what did you spend most of your money on? Okay, well, because we were going away for such a long time and taking into consideration the fact that I actually was working, so I was getting paid, um, we weren't on as tight a budget as other people may be, but we still had to budget because two months is a long time to be away from home. (laughs) The holiday that required the most budgeting would have been the interrailing because we were, you know, staying in lots of different countries other times we stayed with people we knew but not when we were interrailing so um a large part of the budget would have been on accommodation of course yeah um now we did not stay in hotels we stayed in hostels all the time as cheap as we could find obviously we traveled everywhere by train so the bulk of our money would have been on accommodation and sightseeing um we would have prioritized the sightseeing and accommodation food we would have eaten cheap and cheerful we didn't go to restaurants or expensive restaurants or anything like that so yeah I would say the bulk of our money went on accommodation and sightseeing would sightseeing be expensive more in some places or pretty standard in all the countries like in most of the countries we just went to in the European countries yeah we went to the cathedrals museums things like that that's what we spent most of our time doing actually really of course yeah so you kind of answered that there, kind of what did you prioritise in the budget? You kind of prioritised the sites and the accommodation, yeah. of course, yeah. Accommodation and sites, yeah. Um, like, yeah, we didn't stay in any hotels or anything like that. It was all hostels, which was actually great because the more you stay in hostels, the more people you meet. So it's actually a great idea to say, to, to stay in hostels, I think, when you're young. <laughs> did you meet anyone interesting while you were staying in hostels? We met lots of people, lots of people similar to ourselves travelling. Um, around I was with one friend Karen and we met another girl and an American girl I remember and she actually traveled a bit with us as well she stayed with us for a while and traveled around so you do meet lots and lots of different people it is a great way to meet people because if you're staying in hostels and you're interrailing you'll meet other people doing the same so it's very social lovely and um, so obviously you mentioned you prioritized accommodation sightseeing so kind of was sightseeing mainly uh, so what did you want to get of the trip was it to see the sites when you went like around just kind of to see the yeah, world yeah absolutely just to see the world see different countries the different cultures different traditions yeah basically sightseeing meeting people that was it we weren't really too worried about food or accommodation now if I now that I'm older if I was going away now I would much rather stay in hotel and go to restaurants <laughs> probably talking 30 something years ago so it's very very different then okay things have changed (laughs) 
But you've done all the sightseeing. I've done all the sightseeing. Now when I go away, I like to stay in a hotel and go to a nice restaurant. (laughs) That's fair. You've seen all the sights. You've done all the hostels. You're like, I'm fine now. Now I'm old. I need my comforts. (laughs) I was young then. (laughs) So I know you said you were working while you travelled, but did you still have to save a lot before you went travelling? Yes, we did plan and we did Mm. save. Definitely. Um, yeah, we would have planned it for a good while beforehand and done our research, which was harder than it would be nowadays. Now, nowadays, you would get everything on the Internet. It wasn't quite as easy to plan then. Um, we didn't plan in advance that much. We just used to arrive in a country, decide where we wanted to go, go to tourist information, try and book into a hostel. Nowadays, it'd be very different. People would have done all that prior to going away, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so yeah, um, so you didn't save, would you Yeah, we would have saved, sorry, yeah. we would have saved, definitely we would have saved. Even though I was earning, we would have saved because we would have been spending more than what we were earning maybe, do you know what I mean? Yeah, we definitely yeah. saved beforehand and planned for it, yeah. Did you have like a specific amount set for each place or did you kind of see when you got there we how much you wanted to see? decided on the amount of money we were going to spend over the, over the time we were there and then literally divided by the many days and tried to stick to a daily budget. Wouldn't always work out like that, but we did try to stick to a daily budget. Yeah. Yeah. So you would have kind of gone over some places, under some places? Over some places, under some places. Yeah. Depending on some places would have a lot more sites to see. Paris would have been expensive, probably things like that. Of it depends course, where you're yeah. The Eastern European Eastern European countries were very cheap. Um, East Germany. We went through Checkpoint Charlie. East Germany was so cheap. Yugoslavia, so cheap. Not Yugoslavia anymore. I know that. Um, <laughs> at the time. <laughs> at the time, it was Yugoslavia. Um, yeah, the Romania, Bulgaria, all those countries were very, very, very cheap. Oh, yeah, Bulgaria is very cheap still. Yeah. Yeah. So those countries, like, you could literally roll up to any restaurant, nearly go into any restaurant you wanted and eat whatever you wanted. <laughs> and it wouldn't be expensive at all. Living large in those countries, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. But then... We were in Scandinavia, Norway, Sweden, Finland would be expensive. Um, so, yeah, it definitely would depend on where you were. Eastern European countries, really cheap. Some of the main, bigger capital cities, not so cheap. So, yeah, you definitely couldn't stick to the city. I suppose, yeah, you're right. Probably we would spend kind of having just amount. some idea. Yeah, just some idea there. and working yeah. from there. Yeah, but yeah, you would spend more in some countries than other countries. Yes, yeah. so you would. <laughs> So in terms of you're saying like, oh, they're more expensive, was it the sites that were more expensive or was it like the accommodation or everything? Accommodation, food, sites, everything. Yeah, European, Eastern European countries then, (laughs) yeah, were just so cheap, which was unbelievable. We were just flabbergasted, like, you know, maybe not so cheap anymore, but 30 years ago they were. What are you talking? Like how cheap would have dinner been? Oh my God, two euro, like crazy, 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 yeah. Like, we were actually flabbergasted. We just couldn't believe it. Like, you know, yeah, you could order anything you wanted and it would still be cheap. (laughs) Great, 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 great. So um, what budgeting tips would you recommend for anyone thinking of spending a few months traveling? Um, The most important thing is to actually decide how much money you actually have at your disposal. You know, decide how much money you have to spend and literally divvy it up day by day. As you said earlier, yes, you will spend more in some places and less in others. 
but you do need to stick to some kind of a budget. You do not want to come home with a big credit card bill. <laughs> that will kind of ruin the holiday. For me, it would. Anyway, so you would have to have an amount and you would have to stick to it, um, in my opinion, anyway. I would not like to come back to a major bill when I came home. That is fair. That is fair. Yeah. When you went, did you and your friend, Karen, did you find like you were restricting yourselves or did you find that you were... Obviously, no. there were certain things you couldn't do here and there, but in general, did you find you were able to no, do... No, we didn't, because you, most of the people you meet are in a very similar position as you. There's no one going around interrailing, splashing the cash or anything like yeah. that. Everybody is there. You meet people from all different countries, loads of Americans, Australians, everything. They're normally students, a lot of mm-hmm. them. So they're all operating on a budget. So everyone you meet is kind of in a similar position. They're not spending money on food or fancy food. Yeah. Things like, that. like, you know, so yeah, you don't feel it. It's not that difficult because everybody you meet and you're hanging around with is in a similar position to you. Yeah. So, and you probably would have been one of the more better off because you were working. None of them probably. were working. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was a very nice thing. But then again, most people don't go for two months interrailing. That's the thing. True. Yeah. I haven't heard of many people going away for two months because no. it, it can be expensive. It yeah. is. You're saying, what was my budget? I wouldn't remember my budget, but I would imagine um, if I wasn't working, two months would have been a long time. We probably would have had to get jobs or something yeah. as we traveled around. So we were extremely fortunate I do appreciate that. that paycheck every week <laughs> to be getting paid for the two months while you're traveling around is kind of amazing yeah so it probably wouldn't have been typical you of know course, yeah did anything surprise you around like say pricing I know was nightlife expensive or did you go out much when you were away we didn't go to clubs or anything like that we mm. would have just been drinking in bars like and again in Europe um it would have been a lot of outdoor bars and cafes yeah, of course, That's I've noticed kind of, that as well. Yeah, yeah, it's becoming like that here, but... No, we're not there yet. Not there think. yet, but years and years ago, yeah. A lot of the time we were away, it would have been outdoor cafes and bars. That's where we would have spent our evenings, really. We wouldn't have gone to clubs or anything like that much. To, I'm saying we yeah. did go once or twice, but not much. In general, It would yeah. have been mostly just mixing with people in outdoor cafes and bars and that, which was actually fantastic, do you know what I mean? What about in, like, the US or Australia, kind of... Were they more expensive? US than and Europe? Australia were very different trips because we mainly stayed with people. Oh, okay. In Aust- in Australia, um, we spent a lot of time in Brisbane and I stayed with my sister's brother in law there. <laughs> in Sydney, I stayed with my sister's sister in law. <laughs> so the only real travelling we did, we went there was three of us there, myself and Karen and Paula, and we did travel up to the islands off the northeastern coast we stayed on an island called magnetic island it was absolutely like paradise it was absolutely amazing um but in australia we basically stayed with people we knew which made it an mm. awful lot cheaper to be of honest course, when we yeah. went to australia our again we went for two months our plan was to actually do it more traveling get a job but we got very very lazy because we <laughs> stayed with people that we got on very well with and we just kind of stayed put in Brisbane for about five weeks which I know a lot of people would probably kind of think was a bit of a waste but we had a great time. I was gonna say free accommodation Australia. Yeah, it was amazing it was amazing <laughs> the climate everything yeah. was fantastic so we spent about five weeks in Brisbane about a week in Sydney a week up around the islands and then we stayed in Thailand for two weeks on the way home. <laughs> Gorgeous. Oh my god. And we actually god. stayed in Singapore on the way over for a few nights. 
Oh my God, I'm jealous. I know. And then in America, we kind of, we did, yeah, we stayed in, where did we stay? We stayed in New York. We stayed in Boston with um, a cousin of my dad's. Got family everywhere. I know. In California, we stayed with um, friends of Karen, relations of Karen. In New York, actually, yeah, we stayed with them. This is actually a gas story. This is an amazing story. I had a neighbor who lived in New York. You know her, Claire Conley. Yeah. And I knew Claire lived in New York with Andy and I, we were going to stay with them for a night or two. And Karen, my friend, knew one person that lived in New York as well from, I don't know where she knew him from, Fergus, I think his name was. So when we got to New York, I contacted Claire and she contacted Fergus and you would not believe they were actually flatmates, the three of them. Insane. Totally, totally, totally coincidentally. Karen knew That's one person in the most Irish York. thing I've it ever is. heard. We actually were flabbergasted. We couldn't believe it. She knew one person in New York. I knew one friend in New York and they actually were flatmates. And they didn't know each other from Ireland like Grantham is. I don't know how they met up or how they managed to live together. So we ended up staying with them because they were the two people who were meant to stay with them. They actually lived together. So, so at that point, like, it's hard to say no to you. Cause. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was the weirdest thing ever but it was fantastic and then where else we went to yeah we stayed with people in Boston and New York and California we did do a bit of traveling we went to Las Vegas we Ooh, stayed in a nice. hotel we went to Hoover hotel we had to stay in a hotel in Las Vegas we didn't know anybody <laughs> in Las Vegas I'm afraid so then we we visited Hoover Dam and the Grand Canyon and that and yeah we had a great time Los Angeles yeah now I'm getting very nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking, oh, yeah. Anyway, haven't done that in many years. Oh, look on the bright side. Whenever you go away now, you're not couch surfing. <laughs> Absolutely. It will always be hotels for now. Yeah. <laughs> or Airbnbs or something. I don't oh, think yes. I'll ever be staying in a hostel again, even though hostels are amazing. And I'm not giving out about hostels. They are amazing. Yeah. Though actually, do you know what? One of the things I remember most about interrailing used to drive me insane, but there isn't a thing in the world you can do about it because there are only two of us. Um, security is a big thing in oh, hostels. Oh, I do remember you mentioning that to me before. Yeah. yeah, security. And literally for two months, I literally had one of those bum bags around yeah. my waist with my passport and money. And the only time I took it off was when I was having a shower and Karen would mind it. Then when she'd have a shower, I'd mind it. But we slept with them and everything for two months. Now, maybe we were ridiculously paranoid. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. But you don't want to lose your passport money. No, you're money. often, I don't know what hostels are like now, but in those days, most of them were like, you'd be in a dorm with lots of people. You know, there could hmm. be 10 people in your room. There could be 20 people in your room. There could be two people, three people, but you nearly always shared. It could be different now, maybe if rooms are smaller. I don't no, know. I have stayed in hostels before. I've actually been lucky enough that I've not to stay with anyone else, but it's only because... I never stay with anyone else because I was staying with groups of friends. Like I went to the there were six of us. So we tried to get a room of six yes, for a hostel. Yeah. But I think there were two of us. We would have had to share, share. a lot. Well, we did yeah. share a lot. Most of the time, I think we actually shared. And that was, I remember that. I remember actually coming home after two months and taking that bum back off <laughs> and being so delighted that I didn't have to wear it. So literally for two months, we, I pretty much wore that around my waist for two months. 
That was the annoying part. But you know, <laughs> it was a small price to pay, not really given out. Whereas in America and Australia, I didn't have to because we we were staying with people most of the yeah, time. Yeah, of course. But um, yeah, interrailing. Yeah, I remember just keeping, uh, you have to keep your passport, your money on you the whole time. <laughs> now, we didn't have phones in those days, so we didn't have to worry about a phone. Um, but I do remember passport and money. Did you have bank cards with you or just, did you just bring, like, <laughs> I don't think we had bank cards that's, either. That's what I was wondering. I was oh like, <laughs> gosh, that makes me seem so old. I was like, where's your bank card? <laughs> no, I think we used to have cash and we used to, have to change money in every country. Oh God, it wouldn't have been euros yet. No, oh every single country had their own currency. So we would have had to change money every single time we went to new, and we went about Oh, I'd say 10, 15 countries, maybe oh more. Oh my God. I'd say, yeah. Like we went to most European countries. So, um, yeah, changing money. And you used to, again, you wouldn't have even heard of this now. <laughs> Years ago, you used to get things called traveler's checks. You'd go. To, I have heard of them. Yeah. yeah. And like, they're, they're, they're not obviously real checks. They're traveler's checks. And anytime you go to a country, you can go into a bank or a money exchange place and they give you cash for the check. Like you buy them before you go. Okay, so just kind of just like make it's more straightforward in yeah. each country. And each was, country yeah. go in, and you maybe change of fifty euro or whatever it was then it wouldn't have been euro pounds, and yeah. they will give you that the currency of that country in exchange. Like so, yeah, things are very different. So you'd be going around with these travelers checks and your passport and everything, and yeah. So I do remember that. I hated that. So but. you had to plan how much kind of you were going to have in each country. You would actually. Checks. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I was just thinking it's so different now. Whereas now you'd have your phone and you just spend as you go. Or I would at least have my bank card. Yeah. Take out cash if needed. No, yeah. no cards, no bank cards. No, we just literally had to have traveler's checks. And whenever your money was running low, you'd get and go back to another foreign exchange, little kiosk or bank yeah. and change another check. But you didn't just have a piece of plastic in your back pocket that nope, for a backup absolutely oh not my God. so you just have to even plan in advance how much you were bringing with you even then yeah because how much of traverse checks you would actually get to go I, was yeah. say, I would while i would budget i wouldn't have to like i would always have a backup well nowadays yeah. we're going away no one would ever money isn't an issue anymore you just no. go with your phone even if you're going to a country that's a non-euro country with a different currency you still yeah. just bring your phone so even on revolute you have an option to have like different currencies within your revolute yeah absolutely so traveling is very very different nowadays do you know what i mean yeah. um yeah before that um money was a big thing yeah and changing money and it was just an annoying thing as well because every country <laughs> you have to go to you have to go to a bank or a foreign exchange centre and change your cash. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a big job. That was job. a big job, yeah. yeah. But a lot of them would have had little kiosks or something in train stations or, you know, there'd be a tourist information place that would do it. They, they'd do a lot more of them then because everybody had to change their money. Nowadays, obviously, nobody changes money, so they don't really need them anymore. But changing money, actually, yeah, that was a bit of a bummer, yeah. So, yeah, you would have had to budget then. You were thinking you didn't budget as much. I was thinking I didn't, but you would have to plan how much you were bringing with you. Yes. Yeah. So while you may not have been stuck for money, you would have had to think, well, I need that. I should bring that much for that place. That much I, obviously, that. Yeah. I obviously brought X amount, yeah, with me beforehand. Yeah, mm. now that you think of it, just Kate. I'd forgotten all that too. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, You probably did more budgeting than people would nowadays. Yes, yeah. I probably <laughs> did, actually. Yeah. Despite working, you would have still had to... You know have to what you're spending, yeah. You have, you, ha, you had to plan much more before you went, yeah, yeah, what to bring with you. Yeah, sure, like, there was this um, thing years ago as well, when you're going away, you'd always say, 
PMT is whatever you said. I don't know if I ever told you that. Oh, is PMT. it? Purse, money. Passport, oh, passport, money and tickets. Yeah. Whereas now, okay, you need your passport, but everything's on your phone. Your yeah. money's on your phone. Your ticket's usually on your phone. It's just passport and So literally phone, your yeah. passport and your phone. Whereas that was an old saying, kind of PMT, passport, I money, remember that, tickets. yeah. Whereas now, yeah, nobody prints a ticket anymore, hardly, and nobody brings money with them anymore. <laughs> no, God, so God just help anyone phone. if their phone dies or they lose their phone. <laughs> you need a phone and a charger <laughs> and a, what do you call it, one of those adapters if you're going to a different oh, country. Yeah. Adapters yeah. would be very important. <laughs> important to pack those, yeah. Yeah, so that would be the new thing, an adapter <laughs> and your phone charger and your phone. <laughs> Plus your passport, that's it. Yeah, so um, yeah, that was a nice little... Little walk down memory lane. I've forgotten so many of those things. Yeah. 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 So you look back and you probably forget how much you actually did have to. Yeah, plan. I didn't yeah. really think of the budgeting. But yeah, the fact that we had to go with Travers checks definitely meant we had to plan in advance. Yeah. And decide on an amount, actually, an actual amount, which would have been tough. Yeah. But yeah. So would you kind of do, like, so you probably would have still done things about Travers checks based on days you were there and how much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You had to spend over the period. Yeah. You definitely would. You'd know how many travellers' checks you had and yeah. how much you had left. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe coming to the end of the two months, we were a bit tight with money. I can't remember, actually, but we probably, probably is, were. Though. It's kind of like that thing when you get paid monthly. The first two weeks are great. The first month was probably brilliant. And then the last yeah. month was like, yeah. still fun, but yeah. okay, we're getting towards the end now. <laughs> That's why getting paid fortnightly is amazing. <laughs> oh, yes. But that won't be you. Unfortunately, unfortunately. <laughs> anyway, I think that's all we have time for today. So, some tips from Helen Keane: If you're thinking about traveling for an extended period of time, sleep in hostels. See if you know anyone living where you are. Absolutely. <laughs> you take advantage of all those people, all those connections, <laughs> and like you said, any friends, family, friends of family, use them. Yeah, honestly, yeah. You put like you. Oh my God, we saved a lot of money. Yeah. I don't think we could have done it in Australia and America, to be honest. Yeah. We couldn't really. No, we couldn't. Because. And everyone was so kind and so gracious Mm -hmm. and fantastic. Like we would give them presents, obviously, and stuff like that. Yeah, but. But it was amazing. Whatever price the presents were, the price you would have to pay for hostels or hotels. Yeah. In in America as well, I'd forgotten even this. Um, A cousin. It would be a second cousin of mine who I really hadn't ever met, probably my mum's mm. first cousin's son. Um, we stayed with him and he lived on a lake, like, and we used to go out in the lake in the evening and all. It was just divine. Like, oh my absolutely gosh. divine. So yes, use all your connections if you're ever going so away. So you were spending your 20s, 20, the summers in your 20s, oh, traveling and I spent mine in a pandemic and I'll spend this summer doing a research project. <laughs> oh my God, Kate, okay, Sorry. <laughs> I apologise, Kate. <laughs> yes, it is not fair, okay? But you have many, joking, many joking, more yeah. years to travel, okay? You're yeah. only starting your travelling now. Well, you've done a lot of travelling anyway yourself at Thank this you, stage. Thank yeah. you, Well, I am the boozy traveller after all. Absolutely. You've, you can, been, you've been to so many countries yourself. You can so. hear about my experiences in India and Germany on the Boozy Traveller show and the Boozy Traveller blog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all we have time for today. Thanks very much for joining me today, Helen. Thank you, Kate. It was a pleasure. And thanks to all the listeners for tuning in to this episode of the Boozy Traveller Show. Bye.